Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A Silly Dude Production. G'day, g'day, g'day. Hi, I'm Lockie. This is They Talk A Good Game, an NRL podcast presented by myself and my good friend, Harvey. Hello, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. How, you was, how was your Family weekend? Family getting up. <laughs> getting up. <laughs> getting up in, in the loser's bracket. Oh, yes. <laughs> They're holding, holding so that you, bottom of the ladder yeah, strong. If you flip the table upside down, it looks really good for the Sea Eagles. It does look really good for the Sea Eagles. Um... It looks yeah. really good for the Bulldogs and the Cowboys. Absolutely. You've um, got to be happy with the Tigers getting their first win. Yep, it's really great getting that first win on the board. Uh, we needed it. Yeah, we the needed momentum it. momentum starts, doesn't it? It starts now. It starts now. We're going to carry it through. Um, very happy to see us get that win over the Knights. My God, it was a roller coaster. But that's why I love being a Tigers fan. You know, people say, how can you support this team? Yeah, it's insane. They just let they they try to lose, and I'm like, yes, but <laughs> my god, it's gripping viewing. Absolutely, like it's a unique experience, yeah, and yeah. I love it. We had a great weekend of footy. Mm. Started off with the Panthers versus the Storm. What in, a game! Uh, it's such a good game of footy. I, yeah, like, right down to the wire. I had Storm tipped to win that one personally. Oh, I did. Yeah, did. I did as well. So let's not talk about the tipping. So I, se- no. I did really bad. So seeing again. Panthers get the win at the end, you know, it was, it was great, great spectacle. Yeah, um, 100%. But I was going for the Storm in that game, so... Uh, Potential grand final mm. uh, coming up again, round Uh-oh. two. I know it was a rematch from last year, so it was good to see the Panthers get one over. The Storm, I'm sure they had a lot of heartbreak from, from the end of last year. Mm. Um, the other game that stood out was Raiders versus the Warriors. Raiders putting in a gallant yeah. performance with, you know, one player on the bench for most of the game. Yep, and also a great effort by the Warriors to pull back from 25 to 6 down at halftime. Yeah. Unbelievable. You know, uh, even you know, even given all the you know the the stuff that Raiders had to go through, brilliant work by the Warriors to pull together biggest comeback in the club's history. Is I it think, really? I think so. That's good. Um yeah, they, they they were super strong. I mean, even though the Raiders were you know, had some men down. They were still probably a better side on paper if you look at the players. Mm. So Warriors had to, you know, work hard to get over them. Yeah. 
And uh, this podcast's favourite coach, the one we're rooting for, Kevy Walters, got his first first <laughs> win as a head coach. Oh, that's the Bulldogs. I'm happy for him. I, yeah, no, we I'm, felt I'm so pleased. bad for him last week in that press conference. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be short-lived because they're coming up against the Storm this week. So <laughs> they've had, you know, good thing they mm. won that game. Otherwise, I'm not sure when, when they're going to get another one on the board. That's true. That's good. Good um, to see. But uh, a real shame that they're above Manly. And then um, the Titans came through against the Cowboys. Yeah, Titans, they were my sure thing. They were your sure thing yeah, last week. so glad that came your true. Your first correct prediction of the season. Yes. Well done, Harvey. Thank you very much. It's, it's a Going to put in a round of you. applause effect. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's put in a round of applause effect now. <laughs> and we're back. And um, um, yes, what were my sure thing? My sure thing was... Um, what did I have? It was Eels to beat the Sharks, which I got correct. Yeah, up against my bold pick for the Sharks to get up. And yes. now the Sharks, another team, I mean, so many injuries over the weekend, but they literally had nobody on the bench. Yeah, like, that was it, a, another game you where know, And they, just... they, they look good. I know the Eels sort of blew it out at the end in the second half, but the Sharks put in a good performance, and I, I still reckon they're better than they're sort of playing up to. Mm. And I back John Morris. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, hopefully he gets an extension there. But yeah, my mm. my bold tip didn't come through. Yeah, my bold prediction of Brett Morris to score another hat trick didn't come off. He scored one try, so you know I get pretty close every time yeah, on the yeah, bold yeah. prediction. Um, so, um, but no, he's uh, at the top of that try score tally by a long way. He's outscoring some some. Oh, clubs. Teddy's got to be pretty close to him, doesn't he? Teddy'd be on six. Oh, Teddy's on six. Brett Morris on seven. So that's ugh, for two players from one club. Jesus. Yeah, they, they might struggle going forward, though. Kiri's out. Kiri's out. They've they got looked... Lockie Lamb looking like spending some time on the bench, yep. on the sideline. Lindsay Collins. The casualty ward this weekend. My God. It's insane. I, I, Never it, seen anything like no, it. No, you struggle to sort of pinpoint why and how. Is it you something to do with the, the rule speed changes? Of the game. You yeah. wonder about that, but... Like, I, is it something to do with the pitches? They had so much rain last week; it could they be. all dug up and stuff. But still, a lot of those injuries were like head knocks and shoulder problems. Yeah, the that, thing about the head knocks is that's got nothing to do with the the speed of the game or the or the grounds. That's just well, some of the plain some of the luck. commentators were saying that the head knocks could be a result of the speed of the game making the players more fatigued, meaning they make poorer decisions and you know, yeah. give up on some of their technique um, and put their head in the wrong places effectively. But, you know, equally some of them are, yeah, just bad luck. Swinging mm. arm. Like the the Raiders one where, was it Ryan James and Seb Chris came together mm. making a tackle and they were just both went round the back and collided and fell on top of each other. I mean, it's a pretty horrific clash. Yeah, but once again, I'd put that down to bad luck. Yeah, like, no, that that one was for yeah, sure. Yeah, um, like and that was early on in the game. You can't put fatigue down. No. So there's a problem there. But hopefully, yeah. you know, I think injuries are probably the worst part of the game. I mean, it sucks mm. when Manly lose, but <laughs> you, you mostly want to see the best players out there. Absolutely. Um, especially early on in the season, you know, put in so much hard work throughout pre-season and everything, and it is their livelihoods on the line with yeah. contracts and things like that. A they player don't... like Luke Keary, especially. Like, obviously, it's, it's it's really bad to see, like, young players miss out early in their career, but, but a player like Luke Keary, who has had this his long career of just everyone talking about, you know, him hitting that potential, it felt like he's 
this year he was going into play seven for the Roosters. He had another shot at that Origin jersey, which he's only played one game for for New South Wales last year. Like you, you know, you wanted to see him get that chance to try and beat out Cody Walker and Jack White, and for that six jersey, just to see him at least have a yeah. crack at it. You know, he deserves it. I think he's been probably underrated throughout most of his career, and then yeah. at the Roosters, he's. It, like, he's been exceptional. I don't think anyone would deny that, but he played with Kronk, who sort of got a lot of attention. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's just it's a tricky sort of one for him because he was given the keys this year. He, he was really going to direct that side yeah. around, and they lost Jake Friend, who's... I don't know what the update on is on him, but even more sort of expectation was put on his shoulders. And now they've pretty much lost their spine. I mean, Tedesco's still there. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's And Verrills is also out, so... They've got Freddie Lussick at hooker. They're going to have Sam Walker coming in at halfback, uh, 5'8", maybe Joey Marnie. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'd I like think to see. Marnie there. I've taught, yeah, spent a lot of time. Suwali out in the centres as well. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Joey Marnie, 6, Walker, 7. Suwali at centre, it's not looking so bad, you know. No, I mean, they're, they're blessed with the depth they had. If these injuries happen to, you know, if Manly lose Cherry Evans and <laughs> Tommy, I mean, we don't even have a hooker to, mm. to lose, but yeah. we'd be in a lot more trouble than the Roosters are. Yeah. Should we talk about um, the NRL fantasy, our yeah, league? absolutely. It was, a, you know, it was an interesting round. Lots of players got in, impacted by injury. Pappenhausen mm. and Cleary, who are... You know, very popular in the game. Both didn't play this week, but our winner was of the round. OTL Millers Express. Coached by David M. 1,013 points. That's big. big. Very, very He's got big Angus, total. Angus Crichton is his captain. That's uh, a good pick. Got Alex Twal, Connor Watson in that back row. Dave Fafida, who Dave is your, who's your captain. He was my captain, 92. Got 92. Not going to lie, I thought I might was... I was in with a shot of... Getting the shout out this week, I think I got nine hundred eighty nine or something. Oh, you were almost up there. Almost I was up excited there. to make a little graphic <laughs> for you to put on our Instagram. Oh, well, that would have been nice. Roger Tuvasa-Shek also in the team. So a good a good uh, crop of players that all performed really well this week. Yeah, so well done, David M. David M. And let's look at tipping. Tipping. Well, uh, there were a few a bunch of players on five, but I guess when we go to the margin, margin, which so was it? from the Broncos Bulldogs game, and mm. so the most amount of tips. In the week were five. Yeah. It's tough, tough tipping tough week. Tough week to pick. But well done to the Redfern Rabbits. The Redfern Rabbits. by Rosie Fadul. Oh, well done, Rosie. Got uh, five correct with a margin of four. Ooh. So very small margin. Did really well. And in a tough week, that's going to fly you up the rankings. Yeah. Well done, Rosie. And guys, it's not too late to join in. No, so not at all. Only, it's only round three. Okay? Get amongst it. Welcome to the bold, basic, and the brilliant. You! <laughs> yeah. Our segment that follows up the intro every week where we go mm. over our brilliant players of the round and our two predictions for the upcoming week being basic and bold. Mm. One's a sure thing, one's not. Yep, In one my is... case, they're usually always wrong. <laughs> you both, yeah. No, no, no. We've hit our stride, okay? It, we were doing things how we should, like we're getting last week, got our basic predictions correct, yep. got our bold predictions incorrect. It's kind of how you want it. Exactly. It means that our bold predictions were bold enough. that When they, when they come off, it's going to be a party on the podcast. When, <laughs> when, when we get a four from four. Woo! 
All Can't of us. We, as long as we keep doing our basic and bold predictions as opposite each other, it's not going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Gonna, we, we're, we're the Eels and the... Eels you and the Shark. Eels to win. I had Eels to thing. beat Melbourne. Well, Sharks. Yeah, as in last week, but oh, the last week before. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. When you took Melbourne as your sure thing. I did. And I had Eels as my bold. Yeah. And then this week... See, you keep tipping against the Eels. That's your problem. Yeah, well, I don't like them. Maybe you should tip against <laughs> them this week because I think they might they might be going <laughs> down. Are playing? Oh, the West Tigers. Oh, maybe. Maybe On I Easter will. Monday. How exciting! A Monday oh, game, yeah. long weekend. Yeah, well, that's the it's the classic the classic matchup, the Easter Monday Absolutely. rivalry, Tigers Bears. Let's get into this segment. Our player of the week from last week. Yes, so it was a tight one. I put forward Brett Morris, and you put forward uh, David Fafita. <laughs> David Fafita, and Brett Morris got up in our in our from our fan vote. Excellent. So he takes out that. If I can just quickly update fans on what the ladder would be looking like. Brett Morris and Ryan Pappenhausen both sit at the top on five. David Fafita and Daniel Saifidi and James Tedesco all in equal second place on three points. That's, That's the table. Yeah. That's the table. It's cool. It's, it's happening. Building. All right. Uh, let's do our plays of the week this week. Yeah. Ready? In classic style, we say at the exact same time. Three, two, one. David Roger Tuovasashek. Okay, there nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave Fafita again. Wow, yeah, he's I back just, in the mix. Yeah, I, I can't go past him. I, mm. It's generally like he's a hacker and is too good at the game. <laughs> he's too good, isn't like, he? Like, he just... Look, people can't tackle him. Yeah. It, you know, if anybody goes low, he just gets the offload away too easy. If you go up high, he just shrugs you off. Mm. You need to commit two or three defenders. And then if you do that, there are gaps in your line that, I don't know, Ash Taylor, Fogarty, mm. they're just going to pick apart. Yeah. Um, Oh, he's so and so I, I just think he, you know, he's a magnet for attention, and when he gets the ball, he's good enough to shrug off the players trying to tackle him. He yeah. went over for a try again this week. He got a couple of line breaks, line break assists. I, I genuinely think he is the biggest shout for a Dally M winner out of the forwards. I know, I know, it's typically not a forwards award, mm. but I reckon he's yeah. He's well, get he there. was your tip. At the start of he the was. season for, for Dalian medalist, um, and you know, he'll be telling telling points for sure in their in their vote and in ours, and um, and he's gone better. He's gone better than I thought he would this early in the season. To be honest, yeah. a player goes to a new club, it's a different system, different players around them. They might take a bit of time to get back to that player that they were, but he's immediately hit his stride of the Titans. He looks yeah, comfortable, 100%. looks happy. Um, they player, look really yeah. good. They look really good this year. They look so good. They Sorry, do. Go, go on, Roger. I mean, they have just quickly. They have played yeah. against the Broncos and the Titans. They so. are the Titans. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to saying the Titans as one of the lesser Queensland teams. No, they've played they've, against the Broncos and the, and Cowboys. the Cowboys. Undisputed captains and kings of Queensland. They yeah, are. Well, not anymore. And so they'll get a real test this week playing against the Raiders. Yeah, so big that, one. It's gonna be a um, that's gonna be a good game, probably game of the round. I'm looking forward to that. Hundred percent. Um, my player of the round was Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, and that's based on, I mean, a number of things. You know, I think that, you know, without him there, the Warriors don't get that comeback on the weekend. He's such a phenomenal captain, but that try saver at Huge. the death, like that, watching that alone was enough to make me go. Like he was horizontal. Yeah, he was about like ten centimeters off the ground, horizontal. Like no other fullback, I will say that no other fullback in the game stops that try. It's a huge claim, he, but I agree. I, I'm not know, sure who else puts in that level of effort. With you know, we, we know Clint Gutherson instincts. loves a try saver, but 
But we don't. I don't know if he's got the athletic ability to get into that Superman no. position that Tuivasa Sheik has. It was amazing. It ge- genuinely was, you know, match winning, and it's a could be a big turning point in their season. You know, mm. a big confidence boost for them, knocking off the Raiders. Mm. You know, I think they're they're looking really strong. They've got a big dominant forward pack who's living up to expectations. Fanua Blake's been really good for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I miss him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and on on try Josh Alloway's not 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 quite. No, Josh Alloway is, is, is not not the same. Um, <laughs> but my my second pick, not that we give a second pick, but we always have a backup. If you, yeah, in if you were going to give a second pick, kick out. Oh yeah, um, his effort. Yeah, in that final dying dying moment yes, when Olam is trying to get over because he gets knocked over early on in the set when they yeah. go right, and if he stays down another half a second, mm. he just doesn't get there. I found he's, up, he's doing a yeah. sprint over. You know, he has to get round to the other side. He just throws his body at it, and yeah. it comes off. He, I also loved. He, he kind of went down, and then he kind of stayed down, thinking that they might be on for a, like an obstruction penalty. He, he, you see his head peek up, and he just immediately jumps up and runs to the other yeah, side huge. of the field. It's pretty. It's pretty incredible. Uh, um, that's just. Yeah. I don't know what it, that's not necessarily instincts, but it's it's a footy brain. It's just it's just, it's just caring about the result and you know, yeah, needing like yeah, you want to see that. He wasn't like somebody was running right at him and he needed to get up to make a tackle. Yeah, he just needed to be an extra body in the defensive line and get there. Yeah, when a player with natural talent also brings that much work ethic. It's just beautiful rugby league, isn't it? It's very exciting. I mean, it made for such a good game as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was just a great way to start the round. Let's talk predictions for this coming round, round yes. four. Um, what's your basic prediction, I guess, to start? Basic prediction, Rabbitohs to beat the Bulldogs. Rabbitohs to beat the Bulldogs, yeah. I, Bulldogs yeah. lost to the Broncos. Yeah. I don't yeah. think the Broncos yeah. are very good. I think they couldn't. They just can't score points. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like their defence is holding up as well. Yeah, it, Trent Barrett's meant to be... An attacking coach, if it, you know, he's meant yeah. To. I, I just, I'm a, yeah. I don't know what to expect from them. I think maybe it's a bit of a long term project. I feel like they thought they'd be getting Matt Burton from the Panthers. They just assumed they would be, and now they've kind of got Flanagan paired with um, Avarillo, Avarillo, and and they've got a few other options there. But they're not settled on like a halves combination, and all the talk that they want to get Burton that can't be good for Bulldogs players like Avarillo, like no. you know, thinking that. You know, Bulldogs are really just waiting to get someone in to, to get him out of his yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even, even still, Flanagan and Burton, I don't think they work together that well, do they? They both uh, have a knows? dominant kicking game. You know, Yeah, they, they both... They yeah. both sort of want to take charge of the side. They both be halfbacks is the sort of... Like, like just controlling halfbacks. Like, Burton playing... Uh, like, for the Panthers the other night, he had, you know, Jerome Luai, who bends the defensive line which means that Burton can just be putting in those long kicks all night yeah. while Luai's, you know, kind of running the ball, looking for, you know, offloads. So, yeah, Flanagan's not really... He's not in the mould of a Jerome Luai. He's not He's not a ball runner. It, you'd have two kind of... Organising halves. And- you'd kind of have two Cooper Cronks. And obviously, if I'd, I'd take two Cooper yeah. Cronks, <laughs> but two players in the style of Cronk, but yeah. lesser to the lesser extent. Yeah. Um, my basic prediction is the Storm to defeat the Broncos this yep. week. We said, you know, they got up against the Bulldogs. They've lost two in a row. The Storm? Yeah. Yeah, and they're not going to lose three in a row. Are well, they? yeah, it's unlikely. <laughs> Especially not, against yeah. the Broncos. Yeah, in Melbourne. Like, that's a surely a sure thing. I'd, it'd be unbelie- I'd be unbelievable. I'd be unbelievable 
You would be I unbelievable. would be unbelievable. I would not believe it yeah. if the Broncos were to defeat Melbourne this weekend. No, I know. Yeah, I can't see it happening. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's go bold predictions. Do you want to start? Okay, I'll start. Once again this week, last week I went for Brett Morris to get a hat-trick. So mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, I'm taking an approach with my bold predictions that I'm not just going to go for a match tip like a team to beat a team. Like I'm doing. Like, <laughs> like bloody you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for this weekend. Yes. We will see the first ever two-point field goal. From okay. outside 40 metres. I don't know what match. You don't, you don't have to pick a match. I don't know what Nobody's match. going for it. Has anybody had an attempt yet? No. No, I haven't seen an attempt. The other night, I thought that um, in uh, Penrith v. Uh, Storm, there was a point where I was like, Storm had the ball on like 25 metres out. Yeah. And they need, they could they needed two points to level with, with Penrith. And I thought, just, just plant Munster behind the 40 line Pass the ball back to him 15 metres. Yeah. He's got plenty... He'd have plenty of time to shoot it, you know, because the, it, it's actually not a bad strategy if you can... Even if your your team's ahead of the 40-metre line. Yeah. Like, just plant, plant your yeah. man back there and just... Brandon Smith can just sling it back to him and just have a crack, you know? It, it just... Ha- it, like, the strategy's good, but in the context of the game, it has mm. to be the right moment. Because you miss... Yeah. It's a seven-tackle set... Yeah, it well, puts look, your team under this, pressure. This was like last minute, you know. Yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. No, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I mean, they almost got the try to win it, but you know, you, yeah. I was just like, get, plant Munster back there. That's a nice. That's a nice prediction. Yeah, you. I I was going to do a match tip, but I've changed my tune, oh. and I'm I'm going to do something a bit more creative. Okay. I think last week was really hard to tip. Lots of really close games. This week, I think there some of the sort of top sides in the comp are playing some of the worst sides in the comp. So I'm going to say that there will be three victories of 40 points or greater. Whoa, that's a good. I like three that. blowouts. Three yeah, blowouts. You've got Penrith who could do it against Manly. <laughs> Rabbitohs could do it yeah, against Bulldogs. Yeah, Rabbitohs against Storm could do it against It could be done within the first three games. Exactly. But I'll, um, I'll, have, a, I'll have a saver and see if the maybe the Warriors could do it up against the Roosters. <laughs> who knows? Who knows how they're going to defend oh, with their no. new halves? Look, Roosters will have injuries, but their defensive. The defensive line won't won't be cracked like that. Not with not with Robbo. I wouldn't assume. Um, but I think those first three games well. are probably your three best bets. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying three yeah. victories of forty points or greater. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, let's see what happens. Last week on the show, we did a goal kick shootout draft, and you guys voted on our Instagram. And one vote was the difference in the end. Every vote counts, guys. Every vote counts. So if you see it, you got to you got to vote. If you see one of those drafts, you got to vote. My team got up. Uh, we had, I think, we had. Yeah. Well, I think the difference was the sideline kicker. I think I had Adam Reynolds as my sideline, and maybe yeah. also I think maybe field goal. Munster's got the experience over Flanagan. You know. You know what I mean? No, I disagree. Okay. I would. <laughs> uh, do this I, I still think my team was better. <laughs> well, okay, but... well, I'm I'm saying what I think maybe the difference was in people and other people who voted. You they, know? The, the people that voted for you because obviously wrong, Nathan obviously and... Nathan Cleary's a better kicker than Takiyaho, but they were from right in front, so the margins less. Lomax yeah. and Latrell from fifty out could have gone either way. Ponger and Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen's probably a better shout there for the crossbar challenge. So I think the sideline like Reynolds v Croker, you'd be back in Reynolds. I would. And then yeah, Munster I, no, I would. V I would. Flanagan. And for back Munster. That's all okay. I'd say. Well, and my, co- my, so coach, my coach was Johnny Wilkinson as well. Remember? 
Yeah, that, honestly, that's where the edge okay. is. I had okay. Tony Hawk as my coach, <laughs> and you had Johnny Wilkinson. <laughs> Who's actually going to make a difference there? Uh, all right, well, I'm happy. My first win of the draft. Yeah. So what, what's it is one win each and one and one draw. draw. Harvey, congratulations are in order for Mitchell Pierce, a yes. player on the weekend who played his 300th game. It's a huge achievement. It's massive for, for yeah. anyone to achieve. Anyone um, 300 games is. It's a lot to put your body through. Yeah, three hundred games the in the sport. National Rugby League, like um, absolutely huge. I remember uh, I was watching the Tigers Knights game on the weekend, and he, he he ran out on his own after the after the whole team had run out and went through the banner. But before that, he went through and sort of shook hands with and hugged all of his his close friends and family. And his dad Wayne Pierce was there at the end. And I said, I was watching with my dad actually at the time, and I said to my dad. Um, did Wayne did Wayne play three hundred? Because he's he's just he's a, a legend, you know, of the game and yeah, he's, you know you know post career you know people think of still think I guess of Mitchell Pierce as Wayne Pierce's son, um, but no Wayne Pierce only played like hundred and eighty or so games I think, but it's it's a different game now they play they play more matches and players play for longer yeah, um, but it got got me kind of thinking about all the different father and son combinations that played this game. There are lots of them. There are lots. There are a lot currently playing, a lot yeah. of sons currently playing. There are a lot of sons who have now retired but who had fathers, you know, play previous, you know, games before them, you know, yeah. legends like Reg Gaznier, whose son Mark, and there's the Clearies and, and, and obviously the Pierces. And, 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 and um, here's the thing that... that, that, that that I think we could do on this podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. the, let me get to the. Let's to get the to the point. <laughs> I thought we could do thirteen v thirteen. Yes, two teams. One team, fathers. Okay. The other team, sons. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Father v sons match. Father v sons All match. NRL legends. Yeah, and it's like, and we great. But the moment that we pick a a person to play for one of the teams, whether it be a father or a son, their father or yep. son has to automatically be in the other team. Okay. Not in the same position. We no, put they, them in the we put them in we try to position. put we try to put them in the position that okay. they played. If not, we move them to suit to suit the team, but either way, it's 13. There'll be 13 sons and their 13 fathers against each other. Well, let's let's start with Wayne and Mitchell Pierce, shall we? Let's start with Wayne and Mitchell Pierce. Let's put Pierce in the halves Absolutely. somewhere. He can be there a 6 or a 7. Um, and, and Wayne, Wayne was a lock, wasn't let's he? Let's put him straight at lock, I think. In the yeah. 13. In the 13. Um, who's another classic father and son combo? That well, we- I think the clear is, if you, you, yeah. know, you want to have Nathan there, and that sorts out our halves partnership for, for the, the sons. sons. Yep. Let's put um, Cleary, Cleary 7, and then Ivan, let's put him at fullback for the dads. Fullback, easy. Easy, easy. easy. This is perfect. This is good. Okay, that's good. Let, it, it, let's see if it remains this easy. Another one I'm thinking of is the Syrenans. Yes. Paul and Curtis, both second rowers, so that's yep. pretty easy. Excellent. Chuck them both in. Um, you got the Walterses. Yeah, the Walterses. I mean, yeah, yeah. Billy, Billy and Kevin. Billy's had a, had a young career so far, but yeah, Kevin's a bit of a legend. Get it would kickstart our halves for the for, for the, the, for the, the dads team. The dads, <laughs> the dads. The dads. <laughs> um, Where, where's Billy gonna play? We've got to put him in somewhere. Oh yeah, is he our nine? He could. Yeah, well, let's put him at nine for now. It's probably our nine for now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you. Uh, They've got Hopawadis. The Hopawadis. Uh, yeah, we're both... Wingers? Will we'll play, Hopawati, we'll John, play at our fullback for the Suns. 
Yeah. Are there any other fullbacks in the game? Well, let's put Will at fullback for the Suns. I feel like we're going to have to just brainstorm, put them in position. Yeah, and and then then when we come up with another father and son, you're right. Fiddle with it. Put Will fullback for the Suns and John on the wing for the dads. (laughs) The dads, I keep calling the the fathers. I I don't know. I'm liking it. Um, Got Flanagan's. The Flanagan's. The John's. The John's. which we've, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, let's put the Gaznier. Are we starting with current players and then. Let's let's go current and see if we run and out. See if we need some of the some of the old, some of the old we've, ones. We've already got our halves filled, and if we're going to have the Flanagans, where does Kyle play? Yeah, you're right. We, problems, problems indeed. I mean, you can. Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it. Let's leave the Flanagans for a sec. Let's Could put, you let's play put, Billy Walters as a roaming thirteen? Yeah, that small ball playing lock and put. Kyle at nine. At nine, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. This morphed. Could put Mitchell thing. Pierce at nine. Pierce at nine. Let's and then Cleary and Flanagan. Let's try and get more people in the teams first. Okay. Let's like, for example, like the the Morrises. So like, there's Steve Morris, and then we'll pick we'll pick one of his sons. Let's say Brett. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he's earned it with the double hat trick already yeah, this year. I think, un- unfortunately for Josh, I think we'll pick Brett. Put Brett on the wing and and put Steve on the wing. Yeah, yeah. Just chuck them both on the wing. That sorts out our wingers for the for the dads and that. We need centers for the dads, and instantly Reg Gaznier stands out. I know yep. you want to keep it with current players, but yeah, we have another one that I reckon the Gazniers and the and the Rogerses as the centers, That's both a... father and son. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yep. The Gazniers and the and the the Matt Rogers and Steve Rogers, and then Reg Gaznier and Mark Gaznier. Um, perfect. Okay. Who are we missing out on? So, Who are the big names. Anyone? Big names. Matty Johns. Matty Johns. His, his kids yeah, are coming through the side. Uh, yeah. Um, I just still don't know. Like, do we do we have a spot in our halves on the dads team? We do. Up with Kevin Walters, we don't have anybody. Oh yeah. Okay. To put Ma- Kev. Yeah. Let's put Matty. Let's put Matty in there next Matty to Jones? Kev, and then put. Well, most of our backs are taken up. I don't think Cooper's going to make this team, so we might have to go with Matt's son, Jack, yeah. as a second rower. Yep, with Curtis. Put him there Zirinim. next to Curtis. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Um, is there any room for Tommy Talau and his father, Willie? We've um, got one winger spot for the Suns. Yeah, but we've got nothing for the, Willie, da- for the Willie, dads. You don't, unless mm. you want to move... Willie could play in the... What about Ivan... I know he played a lot of fullback, but could he play yeah. in the halves and then you move Kevin or Maddie to nine? Ooh. That's how you're going to get William. Because I don't think you can move John Hobawadi, <laughs> Gaznia, Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Or Steve Morris. Willie Talau play second row is the question. He's, you know, they're both. The Talau's are. Why not? Yeah, let's put Willie in the second row. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. And that puts Tommy Talau then on the wing uh, for the Suns team. Yeah. Okay. What position are we missing on these teams? We're missing props in every props. in every way. Props everywhere. We are missing props and everywhere. Then we're missing. Oh, John um, Sattler and um, his son Scott. Put them both at prop. Perfect. Put them both at prop. Oh, actually, Scott was a lock, wasn't he? So we could do we have a lock spot on our. We need. Team? We need a. We need a lock. And do we, we need a lock and a hooker for uh, a hook? <laughs> Hang on, no, you put Sattler in the in lock position. Yeah. And now we just need two props for the Suns. Two and we props need for a the prop on a hooker. Two props for the Suns. Now, There's... Shane Flanagan was a hooker. 
So he's the the shout for hooker on the on the dad's on team. the dad's team. Yeah, but then, then Carl Flanagan is not a prop. Let's put well then let's put Kyle. Let's put Billy Walters at thirteen. Scott Sattler in the props. Yes, and then and then uh, roaming thirteen will be will be Billy Billy oh, Walters in, it, it, and yeah. nine will be Kyle Flanagan. Okay, let's do it. He yeah. can do that. Yeah, not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. That works. This is look. It's meant to. It's not going to be perfect. So we just need a prop each. A prop each. Oh, Flanagan's lining up against each other in the hooking role. John Cartwright and 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 Bryce Cartwright. They were both second rowers. Put them in the front they could row. Do a job. They could do a job. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to complain. We're running out of father and sons as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the Cartwrights are a good shout. The Cartwrights. Does that complete our teams? It does. Although I feel like they're. Slightly butchered. <laughs> I think what the if, backs are all right. Yeah, but nah, I think it's fine. So what have we got? So the, okay, the Suns the, go. What have we got at the moment as the Suns? For the Suns. So yep. it's Will Hopawadi at fullback yep. with a back line of Brett Morris and Tommy Talau on the wings. Yep. Gaznia and Matt Rogers That's in good. the centres. Pierce and Nathan Cleary is our oh, half terrific. partnership. The spine, uh, finishing off the spine is Carl Flanagan in that hooking role. Sure. Bryce Cartwright and Sattler are our two props. Yep. And then we've got Curtis Sirenin and Jack Johns in the second row. That's not bad. And Lockie's... Uh, Lockie's Billy Walters. Billy Walters. Yeah, that's good. Moved out of it, well, know. let's look at the fathers. I'm happy with that for the You're Suns. happy with that? Okay. Let's go with the fathers. So starting off the spine at fullback is Ivan Cleary with nice. Maddie Johns and Kevin Mulders partnering in the halves. <laughs> yeah, and cool. we've got Shane Flanagan in the hooking role. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've got John Hopawati and Steve Morris. Steve Morris Steve on the Morris, wings. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Playing the wings, Gaznia and Rogers as well in the centres. Nice. So playing up against their sons. That's good matchup, the sons, the centre pairings. 100%. And Sattler and Cartwright similarly up against their sons in the prop position. Very good, very good. Then we have Sirinan and Will Talau playing in second row Willie with Talau, yep. um, Wayne Pierce as the lock forward. What's wrong with that? I, I, no, it's a lot better now that I read <laughs> yeah. it out. When it I was actually... scrambling, writing them all down, <laughs> I was like, oh God. No, <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually pretty good. I reckon they're strong. No, we should do a fan vote and see which team... Uh, our fan, our fans reckon. <laughs> I feel it's weird to say that. Our our relatives reckon oh. would win would win this match. <laughs> See which team. Hundred percent. Our fans would reckon would win. Sons v fathers. It's actually reckon... not a bad matchup. Who? Yeah. Who do you reckon? I actually reckon the dads have them. Yeah. The, well, the dads have more of like a legend status, but I like I like the halves of the sons. Yeah. In fact, I like the spine of. Oh, Carl Flanagan. At nine. I'm really <laughs> uncertain about that. Yeah, you're right. At least on the dad's team, every spine position is in their actual playing position. Yeah. And then they've got an immortal. They've got Reg Gasny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's... Oh, we'll see. I mean, you know. It's not a... for us to decide, Lockie. It's for the fans. For the fans. Lockie. Harvey. There were some reports coming out at the end of last year and there's been rumours floating around that there's going to be a new rugby league game released. About bloody time. This year. Oh. How exciting. I Good. mean, it's been a while since the last one. Historically, they're pretty average anyway. Yeah. But... I can't help but get excited. I still get excited. I yeah. love a good sports video game. That's right. I actually, funny story, just like last week, I got added to a Facebook group, yeah. which is a Rugby 08 <sighs> appreciation group. That I immediately was, was I, like, confirm, confirm. That I was <laughs> peak rugby video games, I That's reckon. That's right. I wish that EA Sports would 
make a rugby league game because oh, there's a market for it. There's got to yeah, be. Yeah, there's got like yeah, yeah. I just yeah, there's got to be. We, we'll buy it. I'd buy it <laughs> exactly. It'd be so good. It'd be so ah. Uh, anyway, it's just it. I, it's it's all this talk about sport video games. Yeah, I think we should. What's your like? Let's let's think about our top. All-time sporting video games. Okay, there like, are, get there, that nostalgia yeah. going. There are some that jump it out straight <coughs> away. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll give an honourable mention first. Yeah. Because I don't think this would make my top, but I think it deserves to be talked about. Yeah, go. FIFA. Right, FIFA. Oh, that's your honourable mention? I think it's yeah. my honourable yeah, mention yeah. because it's so popular. Yeah. But I think football, yeah, has got like worldwide appeal and stuff. Yeah. But the mechanics in it, it's constantly mm. being improved. It's such a smooth game to play. Yeah. It's just, how, whatever they've done there to develop the game, mm. they need to apply that to all other sports. Once it again, feels like it's EA the benchmark. Sports. Yeah, in, absolutely. Um, well, they've got the most money to put into it, the biggest audience to put into it. Soccer is always going to have. That's true, but how how... Different is it? I'm not. I'm not technically minded with the programming or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But how hard is it to apply the same <laughs> principles that they're putting into FIFA into NBA or mm. whatever other game? <clears throat> yeah, I'll I'll give an honourable mention. So, so I assume we're doing a top three. Yeah. So we'll go through the top three after this. But I've got one that didn't quite make my top three either. That I'll give an honourable mention to. It's Wii Sports. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, classic. Classic. 100%. What a game. Oh, man. I mean, the, the excitement when the Wii first came out and it was the motion controls and Wii Tennis, just like doing doubles Wii Tennis. It was just, I feel like that was the Wii was like where meme culture has come from. That, Don't you reckon? Could be right, honestly. Like how silly that game was, but how great it was for being so silly. It was. It was perfect in that sort of... The sort of sport competitive scoring and mm. that type of thing. Mm. It was just like an arcade fun game. It's just so and it was much just, fun. I mean, nobody had played games with a controller like that or anything. Mm. It felt very new and um, advanced than the technology it had. Really, it was just a, a motion sensor. And we sort of look back, I don't know, 10 years later. How old's the Wii? Um, it was 2000 and. Six or two thousand and seven, really? I think oh the way. Yes, ages ago. Fuck, we're it's old. ancient. It is yeah. ancient. Um, let's go through our top threes. Okay, well, in the in the vein of that sort of arcade style game, so this is your number three. This is my number yep. three. <coughs> I'm going to say Rocket League. Ah, oh, yeah, I love a bit of Rocket League. Doesn't matter that it's not a real sport. It's not. A I real wish sport. it was. I wish. Imagine I wish if too. there was a thing like people you kind drive of need it. like flying cars. Oh yeah, there's there is the rocket element of it. I, I like that whole like. The ball's constantly in play. It's fast pace. Mm. You know, it's just straight endorphin hit, whatever that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I wish they would come up with a, a, a real life version where you know it's a bit like yes. ice hockey in that sense. A real life version, the National Rocket League, the NRL. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. na- I don't think it's taken. I don't think no, it's taken. NRL's, NRL doesn't stand for anything. No, else. National Rocket League. Yep, it rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, what about you? My t- number three is probably a bit lesser known. It's actually a tennis game oh. called Top Spin Three. Excellent. <laughs> it was for what, the what place. Platform? It was for I had it for PS3. Yep. And I remember it, this playing this game made me want to pursue a career 
as a professional tennis player. Like right. I was like, you'd, you'd, you'd create your player, you'd go on tour, you'd start in the, in the juniors, you'd work your way up. Suddenly you'd be playing, you'd be, you'd make your way into the bigger leagues and you're coming up in the first round up against like Roger Federer. And it was so exciting. Did you, and, did you win a grand slam? I think I eventually, I was always so like not very persistent and I'd get bored and go back to the start and start a new one. But, you like the storyline of being yeah, an underdog. I like being before an underdog. Before you got too good. Once I got too good, I was like, oh, I'm bored of this now. press conferences start, and Yeah, I want to start, up, start off again. Um, what's your number two? Actually, uh, number two has been mentioned, but Rugby 08. Ah, I, yes. I, I just have so many memories of that game. Mm. Uh, the soundtrack I, can't, I, mean, That's I don't true. remember it specifically, it had a great but soundtrack. it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I remember it was one of the first games where you could like create players and create their stats yeah. and put them into a team. <laughs> I remember I created, I think in I created like the 2008 West Tigers team in, in and the put game. them in the games oh, and so put good. some of our bench players at flanker and stuff <laughs> and created the team. And yeah, it was so... I was like, that, that level of sort of modification yeah. that early on. And it, but also the mechanics of the game were just great. Yeah, no, it was, it felt it was like it simple, felt, but it, efficient. Yeah. It, I don't know. It just, why hasn't rugby games gotten better since then? It feels like, I think EA Sports dropped off making <sighs> rugby games. See, that's the thing. EA Sports, they've, they've unlocked yeah. the key and they dropped off there. So a um, bit of a plug for EA Sports if, if you know if, if, you're if there are sponsorship <laughs> available. We, we're open to it. If you want to send us some free games. Um, Who's your number my two? Number two is um, actually bringing it back to the sport that we talk about most on this show. It's actually Rugby League 2. Nice. Which was a 2005 game. Yeah. And look, the game was honestly pretty crap in its mechanics, but it's just the nostalgia of it. In 05 was Tigers had a good squad. That's right. Yeah. So I played the Tigers season with that and had the, the 17 that won the grand final and I, I played so I played that game so much like it was like my go-to on holidays or sick days or anything I was just like just putting hours into just yeah. doing a Tigers season over and over again that's excellent so I mean that, that's, that's what, what you want from a game isn't it yeah absolutely. absolutely fun distraction mm. just to absorb you into the world that it yeah. creates that's and right. if, you know you haven't had much real life success since then. So the fact that you get to go back <laughs> over and over. So good that a game was created <laughs> that year. So good. Yeah, perfect. And your all-time greatest sporting video game. My all-time, it, it cops a lot of flack, but I'm a big advocate for Football Manager. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a course. simulation game yeah. where you manage a football team. And I actually think it would work great for rugby league because yeah, part of the fun thing is just managing the transfers and the mm. lineups and you know <coughs> the game mechanics just so yeah. that you watch the game make the subs and things mm. but it allows you to get through a season much quicker than in a game like FIFA or something where you're playing every game so you sort of get to play and manage manage a dynasty over 10 years see yeah. how many titles you can pull win. a real feel good you know you just absolutely yeah well, it's, build a club it, it's a game that you sort of Working from the top rather mm. than the bottom, and I just I don't know. It's it's a fantastic game. I've spent far too many hours playing it, and mm. I, you know I think they should do it for other games other than football. Yeah, once again, if they made one for rugby league, we'd play it. Hundred percent, we'd be playing it. Hundred percent. This podcast would turn into a rugby league manager video game <laughs> yes, podcast. It would. It would. Um, and my number one, I mentioned at the top, you mentioned it already, it's Rugby 08. It's my favourite yeah. favorite sporting game Excellent. of all time. It's the greatest. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, think yeah. we've... We've talked about it so much already. And, uh, it's, with good reason. It's, it's my all time. And I always played it wishing that 
a rugby league game would be made that was like this. You yeah, know? I, 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 yeah. like I still remember playing it well into my teens. Mm. And all the same mechanics. Like you could make a rugby league game of that actually by not even needing to add anything. Take out the line out mechanic. Take out uh, rucks and replace it with just a play the ball. Sa- yeah. Same deal. Uh, and you'd have you'd have the game. It'd be there. You'd just put yeah. thirteen players on the field, and you literally could. It doesn't seem that hard to just, <laughs> just you know, add that. and take away a few things. If you're and, a video game developer and you feel like you feel like we're insulting your profession right now, feel free to message us on Instagram. Come on the pod. We yeah. want to talk to we you. We want to see how hard it is to how make a rugby league game and why people aren't. We challenge doing you it. to make one. Hundred percent. Go. Maybe there will be one this year. Hope, That'll be exciting. I hope it's a good one. That is the podcast for this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone you know. Shout it in the streets. This podcast is growing and we're loving the feedback that we're getting each and every week. That's right. We're followed by actual NRL players now. We are. I'm not going to say who. Maybe we'll reveal next week. But we are. We are. We, the, the momentum's growing. We've got, we've got actual NRL players listening to us now. It's very exciting. So very exciting. if you are an NRL player and you are listening... Tell all your teammates. Mm. Get them to follow as well. Maybe at recovery. The first entire NRL team to follow us will give them a shout out. Oh my God. And they would that, love that. They, they would, would love, love that. that. <laughs> so, you know, maybe if you're uh, just down uh, post-training, if you're just down at um the, the, the recovery pool, recovery pool. Just just whisper it in in your half back's ear or in your in your whoever, whoever whoever likes podcasts and whoever's chatty around the training ground yeah maybe tell your head coach make an announcement at the next team meeting that'd be good that'd yeah. be good to get some coaches listening I'm 100%. sure they'd love our insight oh they would they would they we don't bag coaches on this podcast not so all. not at all um, but we are looking forward to next week mm. you know it's going to be a, I think a tough one for our teams I know Manly are playing Penrith on Thursday night and Tigers have the classic Easter Monday matchup against the Eels it's my favourite fixture of the every year even though Eels usually do beat us but I've got a feeling got a feeling this yeah. time well have a great long weekend guys mm. uh, yeah follow our Instagram page at they talk a good game and get in touch with any feedback see you next week bye 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 Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.